Welcome back to another episode of The Serial Killer. I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs. Today we talk about the dating game killer, Rodney Alcala. He was born Rodrigo Jaquez Alcala Barcor. Date of birth, August 23rd, 1943 in San Antonio, Texas. Victims, 8 to 130 span from June of 68 to 1979. States, Washington, California, New York, and Wyoming. He was caught July 24th, 1979. He is held in the California State Prison in Corcoran. Rodney Akella is a convicted rapist and serial killer who was sentenced to death in California for five murders between 1977 and 79. An additional 25 years were added after he pleaded guilty to two homicides in New York in 1971 and in 77. Sorry, my phone kept dinging in the background, and I know that kind of shows up on the recording. So, His true victim count is unknown. Alcala had a collection of more than 1,000 photos of women and teen boys, many in sexually explicit poses. In 2016, he was charged with a with the 1977 murder of one woman from one of the, his photos. Police have speculated that others could be rape or murder victims. Now, Calla toyed with his victims, strangling them until they lost consciousness, wait till they came to, and then do it again several times before killing them. He appeared on The Dating Game in 1978 in the midst of his murder spree. Alcala, born in San Antonio, Texas, to Raul Alcala Bacor and Anna Marie Gutierrez in 1951, his father moved them to Mexico and then left them in 1954. His mother moved her two daughters and two sons to suburban Los Angeles in 1954. In 1960, Alcala joined the Army, serving as a clerk. By 1964, he had a nervous breakdown and went AWOL and hitchhiked from Fort Bragg to his mom's house in L.A. He was diagnosed with with antisocial personality disorder. He was discharged on medical grounds. After leaving the Army, he graduated from UCLA School of Fine Arts. Later, he studied under Roman Polanski at the New York NYU in New York City. And now here's a timeline of his criminal activity and other events. Uh, This is just a lot easier to do a timeline uh, event of all of everything that he did because there's so much. And uh, trying to go through paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of all the stuff that was on Wikipedia, I just kind of broke it down and just did the timeline thing here. So here we go. 1961 to 64, he was in the U.S. Army. 68, he graduated UCLA. Also in 1968, Tally Shapiro, a rape, attempted murder. He had pled guilty. Okay, this was a little eight-year-old girl that he lured into his apartment in 1968. Raped her, beat her with a steel pipe. Didn't kill her, but then the cops... Someone called the cops because he seen this little girl go into his apartment and he fled. And then later on uh, pleaded guilty to assault in 1971. 
68 to 71, he was a fugitive student at NYU Film School and a camp counselor in New York and New Hampshire for the latter, for the counselor. 71, uh, Cornelia Crilly, murder, indicted, and that happened in 2011 in New York. 71 to 74, he was incarcerated for Tally Shapiro, and that was in California. 74, Julie J, parole violation, provided pot to a minor convicted in California. 74 to 77, he was incarcerated for the Julie J, providing pot to a uh, minor and spent, looks about two years or so in California Penitentiary. 77, Ellen Hoover murder, indicted in 2011, New York, and by then he was using the name John Berger in 77. Another one in 77 worked as a L.A. Times typesetter. 1977, Antoinette Whitaker murder, suspect in Washington State. 77, Jill Barco, murder, convicted in 2010 in California. 77, questioned by the FBI regarding Hoover in California. Rodney Alcala and John Berger were the names that were both, I guess, used or brought up in that. 1977, Georgia Wickstead, murder, convicted in 2011 in California. 1977, Pamela Jean Lampson, murder, accused, 2011, California. 1977, Christine Ruth Thornton, murder, charged, 2016, in Wyoming. 1977, Joyce Gaunt, murder, suspect, Washington State. 1978, interviewed by the Hillside Strangler Task Force in California. 1978, incarcerated, pot possession, California. 1978, contestant on the dating game, California. 1978, Charlotte Lamb, murder, convicted, 2010, California. 1979, Jill Parento, murder, convicted, 2010, California. 1979, Robin Samso, murder, convicted, 1980-86-2010, California. We'll get more into that Robin Samso thing here in a little bit. 79, arrested suspicion of Samso murder, California. Now, actually, now here we go into the Samso. 1980, conviction number one, sentenced to death in the Samso case, California. 1984, conviction number one, overturned by the California Supreme Court. 1986, conviction number two, sentenced to death in the Samso case in California. In 1994, he wrote a book called You the Jury, a self-published book about his innocence in the Samso murder. 2001, conviction number two, overturned by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit in California. 2003, DNA collected, added four more murders discovered, and that was in California. 2003, motion to join the Samso case with the other four proposed uh, and of course he contested that in 2006, all the cases were joined, uh, by a California Supreme court. So that was five murder cases, 2010 conviction. Number three sentenced to death. Samso, Parento, Lamb, Wickstead, Barcombe. 
2011, indicted for murders of Hoover and Crilly. 2013, pled guilty and sentenced to 25 years to life for murders of Hoover and Crilly. All right. Uh, all this information comes from Wikipedia. I just kind of write it up in my own hand. So, um, but okay. My opinion on this, isn't there such a thing as double jeopardy? Uh, this is like quadruple jeopardy for that one Samso murder, which they kept overturning. Uh, I'm not taking his side, but, uh, how many times can you be brought up on the same charges? Um, I know if it was one of my relatives, I'd want, you know, him rotting under the prison, uh, which he is, but this ruling was overturned not once, but twice, you know, it, it, I don't know. It's something kind of to think about on this one. It's a little, a little weird of how they were able to keep bringing that case up and convicting him, sentence him to death. And then it's overturned and they convict him again. And I don't know. But anyways, we're on Twitter at the serial kill 11. Follow us on there. And once again, I forgot to write down the names of the people that starred the podcast. I'm really sorry. I've been working a lot. I'm working two jobs now. And uh, I've been you know, trying to get this together to put out a show for the week. And I've just been working a bunch and I just totally forgot. But I will mention those names one of these days. And I promise you. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Thank you all for listening to The Serial Killer. I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs, and I will t uh, talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks.